0: This is the MMA Takes Podcast. MMA Takes Podcast. With your host, Brian Petrie. Petri. What to do? What to do, babies? Goddamn, Kawhi Leonard's got me saying that. Kawhi Leonard, a guy who has zero personality, is making me say, What to do, babies? I mean, I've heard other people say it, but literally, that's like. Kawai, the robot heard that and was like, man, that's not bad. That's pretty cool. I'm gonna do it. Now I must I must be a robot because now I'm doing it. Welcome to the MMA Takes Podcast. It's a pick on podcast. I'm gonna try to make you money. First time listening. I'm gonna give you picks for free. I ain't gonna fucking put you on a paywall. I'm not gonna be like, hey, I'll give you two picks for free. And if you go download this and pay me 50 bucks, now fuck that. You're gonna get all the picks for free because we're trying to make money, right? i am making money you're making money let's do it i have the brain for it hopefully you have the wallet for it i've made a comfortable nice little uh wallet for myself as well trying to get fat wallets out there people i'm, I'm pumped up i'm ready to do this feels like a while since i did a pick um i did a pick with devin a few weeks ago i lost so maybe that's why i'm picked up maybe i'm pumped up i'm not doing this with devin so i can't lose obviously i can lose myself but uh this is a tough card to pick. It really is. There's a lot of underdogs I like. There's a lot of trap fights. I've heard a lot of podcasts this week of people picking these fights that I think might be traps. So it'll be interesting. It's gonna be a nice little card. Um, before we get started, I wanted to say um if you are following sports book, you know, sportsbook source betting, whatever, is now legal in the United States. States are now have to adopt their own legislative whatever blah, blah blah i live in cincinnati ohio i'm in a tri-state so i'm literally 10 minutes away from indiana 15 minutes away from kentucky or maybe even five minutes away from kentucky i mean if have go good covington whatever anyway um been following um this pretty closely when it comes to uh hold on one second here got a text message yikes okay but he texted me a picture of a, a girl who we, we, uh, <laughs> this girl, um, she posts these pictures on Facebook, right? And it's, she, she photoshops like her head, like she's trying to make her head skinnier and she's not a fat girl. She's not fat at all. But she did. He just sent me a picture of this Photoshop of her, and she looks like a fucking wet mop. She looks like a witch, like a witch that you know was melting. Like, what are you doing? Like, do you look at that and go, "That looks good"? Let me post that. What are you doing? Anyway, if you follow sports sports betting, and you and you track the states that are legal, Jersey's got it, West Virginia's got it. Kentucky, I thought Kentucky has sports sport, uh, horse racing, so I thought Kentucky was the next one. They haven't passed anything. Indiana, beautiful Indiana. I have a Indiana casino, Hollywood Casinos, probably twenty minutes from my front door. They are signed, sealed, and delivered, baby. So what's going to happen is is everything's set in place? The governor signed the bill. They're they're putting um, they're giving time for casinos. They got to pay a ten thousand dollar fee. From everything I've read, Hollywood, which is right down the street, Belterra, which is about maybe an hour and a half, two hours away, they've already paid their ten grand. they are going to have a sports book. Also, the online websites You don't have to be a resident of Indiana, which I love, because I was going to fucking move to Indiana. You just have to be within state lines. They'll geotag your phone. So I can just drive to Indiana. Again, Indiana state line, 10, 15 minutes away from me right now. Drive into the state line, place my fucking bets. Ugh. I place my bets now, but honestly, no matter what site you go through, I've had my problems with all of them. You don't get paid out as quickly as you want. They try to fucking pay you Bitcoin. They tell you, oh, we can't transfer that your bank account. Well, you did that for me last month. Sorry, you... that's not available. we we'll have to cut you a check. They cut you a check in fucking Canadian dollars, and then you got to fucking transfer. It's a mess. This is... Thank you. Thank you, Indiana. Thank you... I mean, thank you, Indiana. I I just I want to give a speech here because Indiana is I shit on that state a lot, but you got fireworks and now you got sports betting. Woo! Apparently they're they're gonna be live action ready to go uh, before Notre Dame's kickoff, whenever that is, sometime in the fall. All right, so UFC Greenville, huh? South Carolina, first time in South Carolina, maybe. I want to say it is. Um, decent little card here. A lot of up and comers. Uh, um, some people could say it's thin. I don't think this is going to maybe attract the, 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 this isn't going to attract the casual fan, right? This is going to be, people are going to flip this on who want to watch fighting. They'll keep it on in the background, but no one's really going to be Jones for this fight, except me. Cause I'm a sick son of a bitch. I love it. I love it so much. Um, we got some fights here, boys. We got some fights. Let's kick it off. First fight of the night. Andre. Ul. He was a minus 105 underdog favorite versus Anderson Dos Santos, who was a minus 125 underdog favorite. It's a pick and fight. They're both in the both in the minus column. I had it written down here. They both were minus 115 a few days ago. Um, tough fight to pick. Right there. It's a pretty tough fight to pick. I like Andre UL. He came from the CS, I believe. Looked really good in his, his Henan Burrell debut. Um, I think everybody can look good against Brown at this point. Um, kind of dropped it against Nathaniel Wood. Got rocked a lot in that fight. Ended up getting submitted. Took some time off. He's fighting Anderson, Anderson Dos Santos, who I don't know a ton about. Um, I've seen him fight, I believe, before. He's got a cool bandana on in his uh, topology uh, picture. Yeah, so he fought Ned Amardini and lost a uh, decision. and got just basically wrestled all the time. A lot of Anderson dos Santos is a is kind of a well-rounded guy is a jack of all trades not great at one thing has been finished quite a bit by strikes and and submissions and whatnot um This is a tough fight to pick. I mean, this is a generally a pick and fight. I like Andre Uwe. He cuts weird angles. It's got awkward punching style does have some power in those hands um drop hand and brow a few times Cracked Nathaniel wood I don't think he really hurt him but cracked him. They were slugging him out for a while his chin's decent. i um, you know, I think he needs to mix it up a little bit against Anderson dos Santos. I think dos Santos can be dangerous on the feet. Pretty well rounded guy, but I don't think he's he's going to be the killer that um, that you would need to, be to, to beat Andre. Well, Andre will win in this fight, um, <clears throat> more than likely by decision. But I wouldn't parlay or I wouldn't prop anything. This fight could go either way. Either guy could finish either guy because they both are they both have been finished before. Um I just see it being kind of a kind of a pretty even fight in the beginning. And I think one guy's gonna pull away with it towards the end. I think that's gonna be Andre Ole. Next up, we got Deron Wynn, aka Mini DC. I know I don't think he likes being called that, but I'm gonna call him that. He's a he's a mini mini Daniel Cormier. Events against Eric Spicely, who is 10 and 5. Spicely is a plus 225 underdog. I think that's way too low. And Duran Wynn is a minus three or five favorite. Um, Duran Wynn was supposed to fight Marcus Perez, which would have been a really good fight. Perez got hurt. Then he was supposed to fight Bruno Silva. Another pretty good fight. Silva got hurt not, not even three days ago. Spicy was not the UFC, got cut, went want won a fight. Now he's coming back. That's going to be a tough fight to pick. Uh, not really, no. Duran Win, mini DC, thick boy, um, fought on the... the, the, the <laughs> fought on the Golden Boy MMA card which was I bet the wrong wing got paid like 100 grand a to fight too. They 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 lost so much money doing that disaster. But he fought Tom Lawler, he looked good. All his fights I just burp, sorry. All his I'm fucking disgusting. All his fights have been uh finishes. Um decent stand up, good powerful punching. I kind of like his size. He's 57, 185, right? He fought 205 at Tom Lawler. I think he's going to bounce around, but I think in the UFC he's going to fight 185. There's not many 5'7", 185-ers. I think he's going to have to deal with a reach problem. Obviously, in most of these fights, Eric Spicely is 6'1", but he's kind of long. Jerron Wynn is an incredible wrestler. I think his gas tank's a little better than what people expect because he's kind of a... Built like a fucking fire hydrant. I think Duran Wynn's going to destroy Spicy. Spicy's got a little bit of a chin issue, I think. Tough guy. Has some good wins. He has a win over Tiago Santos. He took Tiago Santos' best and submitted him. I don't think this fight's touching the ground. I think Duran Wynn's not going to use his wrestling at all. I think he's going to go in. I think he's going to stuff Spicy if Spicy wants to take him down. And I think he's going to piece up Spicy. First round finish, probably. Spicy also is taking this on a couple days' notice. I think Daron Wynn's going to make a nice little splash at 185 here. Um, Yeah, so that was easy. Uh, Next up, you got Molly Meatball McCann versus Adrian Lipski. Adrian Lipski, very, very easy on the eyes. She's a minus 275 favorite. Molly McCann is a plus 215 underdog. Molly McCann is as tough as it comes. She she fought, I believe, on the Liverpool card, if I'm not mistaken, and she had surgery on her eye. I feel like there's a pretty quick turnaround. How many months ago was that? She broke her orbital, won her first UFC fight. Um, her eye was disgusting. She was doing interviews and stuff, happy as a clam. Uh yeah, that was March. So that was three months ago? Right? What the fuck? Three months ago, and she's already fighting after a broken orbital bone? That's crazy. I heard six months before you can even blow your fucking nose and she's fine. All right. Fuck. All right. Go ahead. Meatball. Uh, Adrian Lipsky. Um, very easy on the eyes. She lost her UFC debut. I think it was her debut. She lost her last fight at least to um, uh, Joanne Calderwood. Uh, got, just Joe just exposed her. She's a, she, Adrian's a good striker. Has no ground game. Couldn't work off the bottom. Was getting mauled. Uh, Molly McCann's a good grappler. Molly McCann can come in there and put you on your back. I think uh, she's a little short. I think she takes a little too much chances. I think she is hittable, obviously. Adrian Lipski, I think he's got a little buzz to her. She's a good-looking girl. Um, man, it's tough to fight. This, this, this. Listen, um, hmm. I'm going to go with my instincts here, and I'm going to say... Bah, 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 bah. Sorry, I'm not prepared. Underdog. Molly McCann gets it done, goddammit. Plus 215, underdog, that's crazy. I thought I read that wrong. I did not. I'm confirming it now. Now I'm hitting every button on my computer trying to get back to where I was. God damn it, Brian. Yeah, Molly McCann at plus 215. It's too good to pass up. Adrian Lipsky, a good, good striker. But McCann, tough as nails. She's good to get the fight to the ground. If she doesn't gas and if she dominates on the ground like I think she will, this could be easy fight for her. This could be easy money. Plus 215? That's crazy. That's a, that's a, that's a big. If this was a pick-em fight, I'd. I'd probably still pick McCann. So this is almost stealing money from me, in my opinion. I really like Molly McCann in this fight. I was not impressed with um, uh, with uh, Lipski and the Joanne fight. And, and I love JoJo as much as the next man, but she's not like top of the heap grappling wizard. I mean, she's good at takedowns, and, and she's a talented girl, but... I think Molly McCann is going to be just a little too much for Lipsky, So lock it up. First underdog of the night. Let's just hear that again because at a plus 215, I might be my lock of the night. I'm not confident. All right. Next up, you got Alan Crowder, who's a plus 180 underdog versus this guy's name kills me. Jerezino Resenbrick, right? Hold on. Jerezino Resentrick. There you go. Fucking nailed it. Jerezino uh, Jeremy Ziho, 7 0, uh won his, his UFC debut by Knockout, former kickboxing guy, transitioned over to MMA, big thick boy, versus Alan Crowder, who is uh basically known for trash talking Greg Hardy and then Greg Hardy being shitting his pants re- realizing that he's in there with an actual fighter and throwing an illegal knee. Um But uh this fight's tough. I mean, heavyweights. Um, excuse me, give you the lines. Ugh, ugh, rusty. Uh Jairzino is a minus minus two twenty five favorite, and Alan Crowder is a plus 175. I will start by saying I love Crowder as the underdog here, but I'm not gonna pick him. I'm picking Jarazeno only because I think Crowder is gonna want to work for takedowns, which I think he'll get, but I think he's not his top pressure isn't heavy enough. I don't think he has submission skills. I think Jairzino is going to catch him. I think he can probably clip Crowder. Crowder's got a decent little chin. I do think he's going to be a little confident. I think he's going to strike a little more. I think Jairzino's going to take him out with some kicks, maybe some knees and whatnot. I think it's going to be another knockout for Jairzino. However, I'm not confident in Jairzino's takedown game or his ground game at all. Crowder is an active, and I'm talking active dog at 175. I like him at 175. I really do. If if Indiana was legal right now, I'd fucking go to Hollywood Casino, post up, fucking watch the fights. And I might run up to the teller and be like, give me hundo. Give me a fucking hundo on Alan Crowder. Just because. But right now, level held up Brian, who's not gambling. It's not Saturday night. It's Wednesday night. I'm going to pick Jairzino. I'm going to pick Jairzino to win. Next up, we got Luis Pena who is 8-1, 6-1, 8-1 versus Matt Wyman. Matt fucking Wyman's coming back. 16-7. Wyman is a plus 300 underdog, and Payne is a minus 400. Again, I will start by saying I do not like Payne at a minus 400. What has he done to be a minus 400? Nothing, right? Trains at a good camp, long. Don't love him at 45. I don't know if is it, this might be 55. Did he go back out to 55? I can't remember. He, he missed 45. Wyman's always been a 55-er. I don't like I don't like uh, Pena at minus four hundred. With that being said, Matt Wyman is a guy probably the most the, the, the strangest guy ever. Really, um, I mean, I'll put him up there with a Tony Ferguson uh, as weird. I know that's that's a, a really bold claim, but Matt Wyman used to fight, and then when he win, he would he would leave his TV on for his dog, his animals, not his dogs, his animals. And then he just upped in, in his prime years. I mean, he's 35 right now. He hasn't fought in, what, five years? So from, like, his prime fighting years, he just quit. And he came back. And they're like, why are you coming back? He goes, "Man." And they're like, did you miss it? He goes, not at all. So he's coming back for money. He's coming back for something. I think he's coming back for the wrong reasons. Matt Wyman was used to be a really tough guy. Decent chokes. Decent wrestling ability to him. I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to gas a little bit. I think he's going to put the pressure on Pena. I'm picking Peña to win but again um I don't think Matt Wyman is all that active of a dog. I mean listen, plus 300 anybody could put some money down and win money. I, you know, I'm not going to ever discourage someone to not put money on that, but being away for so long and not really wanting to fight and you're probably fighting for the wrong reasons. This is just me, you know, projecting here. I don't, you know, I don't know, but this is just me guessing. Peña wants it more Pena has been training Pena's at AKA that's not a fucking easy place to train and he's out there putting in work even though I don't think he is a fucking world beater I don't think he's you know anybody to really look out for if I'm being completely honest with you I think he's going to be kind of a benchmark guy for a while but again, Matt Wyman wasn't like Matt Wyman was fighting for titles either. So I'm going to take Pena, but I'm not going to bet. And I'm going to steer clear of this fight, taking Pena at minus 400. You're crazy. Next up, you got Siri uh, Kondo, right? Siri Kondo? I'm all over the place. Oh, we jumped fights here. Hold on. Hang Okay. Tapology, get your shit together anyway we'll go siri Kondo. she is six and two she's a minus 110 favorite it's a pick and fight versus ashley yoder who is six and four she's also a minus a 110 um let's see on on um <clears throat> odd shark here 53 percent people think yoder's gonna win um listen this is what you do okay i have a the, i have really good advice for this fight right you take a picture of condo <clears throat> excuse me Put it on the wall. And then right next to Conda, you put Yoda, right? And then you put the records down. You, you do the whole thing, right? And then you close your eyes and you take a handful of darts and you throw it at the wall. Whoever has the most fucking darts in the face, that's who's going to win. You can't pick this fight. You don't know who's going to win. If you sit there and tell me you know who's going to win this fight, you're out of your fucking mind. This is a coin flip. No one knows. Both these girls are evenly matched across the board. Female fights can go off the rails any which way. I don't think I've ever seen Kondo fight. If I have, it was unrememberable. I've seen Yoder fight. I've also seen her with my eyes, and she's pretty good looking. I'm picking Yoder because I don't fucking know. No one knows, right? You're not confident in picking this fight. You're just not. So I'm picking Yoder because I've seen her fight, and um, yeah, I mean, she's uh, very nice. Very nice. That's Borat, by the way. A terrible Borat. Anyway, now, probably the fight of the night for me, in my opinion. Next up, Kevin Aguilar, who is 17-1, who's a minus 150 favorite, for fighting Dan Ige, who is 11-2, who's a plus 120 underdog. Um, Love this fight, right? I, for a little history fact for Brian Petrie here for MMA Takes Podcast. I have never picked Kevin Aguilar to win a fight, ever. And I'm not going to. Danny Gay wins this fight as an underdog at a plus 120. Ige, another guy who I've kind of doubted before, he's going to come out and he's going to smoke Aguilar. I'm going to backtrack, 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 backtrack. It's going to be a competitive fight, right? Kevin Aguilar being 17-1 blows my mind. Him being 2-0, 3-0 in the UFC blows my mind. I don't know how this guy gets it done. He's tough. I don't think he's great anywhere. I think his stand-up's a little weak. I think his ground game's a little weak. I think Ige, when he's on, is a real fucking tough, tough get here. I think he's tough at 145. He's training with some really good people. A lot of people love this guy, Ige. I feel like he's friends with everybody. Training with a lot of top, top talent. I'll be shocked if Ige loses his fight. But um, I'm picking Ige, underdog of the way. Plus 120, I might do a fucking parlay and pay off my house. (laughs) <laughs> my might do molly mccann danny gay let it ride baby don't tell my wife all right next up we got uh alessia dachikyo versus kevin holland alessio dachikyo is a 12 and 2 he's a plus one uh 175 underdog kevin holland 15 and 4 he's a minus 225 favorite um kind of a weird line uh another tough fight to pick dachikyo doesn't fight a ton um, he barely got by Julian Marquez in his last fight, but I don't think he truly won that fight. Kevin Holland's kind of a wild man. You know what I mean? Um, I follow him on Instagram. He's, he's, he's kind of a weird dude. He's got a weird personality kind of shows up in the ring. His only loss in UFC currently is to Santos and Santos became a grappler. That fight didn't want to stand up with, with Holland. Holland's got some or- unorthodox strikes. He's long for the division. Um, not crazy knockout power, but I think he's there. Dechichio is going to want to want to clinch this fight, take it down. I think Holland's decent on the ground. I think that could be a problem, though. I think Holland's a little too comfortable that the fight could get away from him. So I don't think Dechichio is is too far out of this fight. However, I'm going to pick Kevin Holland to win as the favorite. I don't love I don't love the the odds on this fight. I think Holland's a little too high for my liking. I would like to see him maybe at a plus one eighty. Excuse me, a minus one eighty five, one ninety. But once you get over two hundred with Holland, I get a little nervous. Um I think a lot of money will be put on Holland. I feel like he's a guy a lot of people like. Uh even at minus 225 I think people are going to take a bite out of that. But uh me personally, I probably won't bet this fight because DeChico is a good fighter. He just doesn't fight all that often. Um and he beat Julian Marquez who is a legit dude. So, um yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take Kevin Holland in this fight. Probably by decision. I don't know if, if there is going to be a finish or probably by be by the submission. Um, I don't see Holland knocking out Chichikyo. But yeah, um, Holland should win that fight. Next up, you got Andrea Lee, who is 10 and 2, versus, and she's a minus 230 favorite. She's fighting Montana De La Rosa, who's a plus 180. She is 10 and 4. I really like this fight. This is a competitive woman's fight. I think the lines are a little miskewed here. I think uh, De La Rosa does have some some real value to her uh, at, 180, at 180. I mean, she's got a good record. Her, um, her last few fights have been pretty impressive. Um, her husband also fights in UFC as well. So, you know, there's some good training going on there. Andrew Lee has been through a lot with her piece of shit husband on the run. He just got caught. Thankfully, hope he goes and gets fucking ass raped in jail for being a piece of shit and laying his hand on his woman, his wife. I mean, his woman, who am I? Um, but Andrew Lee's a really talented girl. I think she's a decent striker. I think she's better on the ground. I think she's really good on the ground. I don't love her takedowns. I don't love how she gets the fight to the ground, but I think she is dangerous on the ground. Montana de la Rosa, another girl who likes to fight on the ground as well. Um, this is going to be an interesting fight. I think again the line's a little skewed for my liking. I'm going to pick Andrea Lee to win. I think she is more talented. I think she has more skills to win. Um, but this is not going to be a walk in the park. I think this is going to be a real, real fight. I, you know, this is this is interesting at 125. We need contenders at 125. We need somebody to fight the bullet. We need somebody to fight Valentina Shevchenko because she's going to murder people. They just announced she's fighting Liz moves I mean, that's just another fucking dead body. Um, but I like both these girls talent-wise. I think it, a loss to either of them doesn't set them back all that much. I know that's weird to say. I, I, I do think that um, a loss could really um, not hinder too much, but I do think this could be a really competitive fight. Again, it, it, I, I don't want to say it's 50-50. I want to say it's 60-40, but the line's throw me off here. So you could bet it. Um, I'm not confidently. I'm picking Lee, but I'm not confidently, and I'm definitely not confident in Della Rosa. I think that's a trap. I was talking about the trap underdogs. There's another one on the on the card as well. We'll get to. But I think Della Rosa is gonna get some money on her because she is a talented fighter, and I think that I think it's a trap. Next up, We got Brian Barberino. He is a minus 275 favorite. He's 14 and 6 versus Randy Brown, who's 10 and 3, plus 210. This is a trap fight. This is 100% a trap fight. Um, Randy Brown, good grappling. Big guy for the division. But you got knocked out from your back. Off, I mean, Nico Price knocked you out off his back. Yeah? that's You got to be a little embarrassed by that, right? Randy Brown definitely does not pack in a fucking granite chin. However, he's surprised before. Um, he does have good grappling. Good top pressure. He seems to come in shape all the time. Ripped up, dude. Tall for the division. He's 6'3". Brian Barbarina, um coming off that knockout loss over Vin, Vin, uh, Vicente Luque, hell of a war, hell of a war in that fight. He he gave Luque a fucking battle. Barbarina um, training at the uh, training lab with uh, Benson Henderson stuff. So his cardio is obviously improved. This won't be a slugfest. Rainy Brown's gonna make sure this is not. If it's a slugfest, Brian Barbarina is gonna knock him out in the first round. Rainy Brown's gonna use his length, use his kicks. Got decent kicks. He's going to try to take Barbarina down. is going to need to stuff those takedowns and create wild scrambles, land some wild shots. I don't think technique's going to be... You don't really need to clean up Brian Barbarina's technique for this fight, right? Randy Brown's going to have some entries. They're going to clinch up. If I was Barbarina, every break, I'm throwing something. You're catching Randy Brown. I think if you catch Randy Brown with any shot, because Barbarina does have some knockout power with any shot, you're going to catch him. You're going to knock him out. I've seen some people pick Randy Brown. I think that's a trap. I think the number next to his name is a little high. Plus 210. That, that's a beefy number next to a guy who's 10 and three who does have some good grappling skills against a guy. And Barbarina who's probably not known for his grappling skills, right? He's more known for his fucking Mohawk and chin and his fucking, you know, knockout power or whatever. whatever. Um, but I'm not biting on it. I'm not going to fall for it. On... Odd Sharks, 58% of people are picking Randy Brown. They love that underdog, but I smell a rat. I don't like it. I don't like the underdog. It, um, I like Barbarina as the favorite. I don't know if you would bet Barbarina. I think if you bet him, you got to bet. The only way he's winning this fight is if, if he knocks him out, if he finishes him. So if you bet Barbarina, I would also bet does not go to the uh, decision because the only way Randy Brown's going to win this fight is is if it goes to decision. I don't think his submission skills are all that great. Um... So the only way Rainy Brown wins to decision, the only way Barbarina wins is by knockout. So you got to hedge your bets. So if you're going to go Barbarina with a high number, minus 275, you definitely got to double up and go he's going to finish the fight because I think that's the only way he can do it. I like Barbarina in this fight as well. I'm not going to take the bite on Rainy Brown. Sorry, Rainy Brown. All right, co-main event time. John Stone lineker 31-9. and 9. He's a minus 220 favorite versus Rob Font, who's 16-4. and 4 who's a plus 170 underdog. This is a rematch. Lineker's also taking this fight on short notice. I love what Lineker said a few weeks ago. He said, Sean Shelby, I'm ready to fight. Why can't I get a fight? I don't think it's really Sean Shelby's fault. I think it's a lot of people might not want to fight him. Um, The Rob Font fight, the the first time they fought, I think was a really good fight for Rob Font to really experience that and, and, and go away. Massachusetts MMA is on fire right now. There's some really, really good camps coming out of there, some really top guys coming out of there. John Lineker, I, I don't think he's progressed enough. I think he he goes in there, and I know he's an American Top Team now. I know that they rave about him. They say this guy's got a lot more than just his winging, punching power. He's a one-trick pony, but he's a one-trick pony that works. He always works the body. He always lands his shots, even though you know it's coming, even though you know what this guy's going to do, he still gets it done. Um, His cardio has been cleaned up. His chin is amazing. I just don't know if he's evolved enough since the first time they fought. Rob Font's been in there. He's felt his power. He knows what he's going to do. Rob Font can look at that tape from the first time they fought, and that's the same fighter you're getting. Rob Font on the other hand is a little bit different. Rob Font's a little more sneaker. He's got good boxing. He's got good head movement. He's got good foot movement. His takedown defense is getting better. I think Lineker might go for some takedowns here. I think Rob Font might go for stake takedowns here. This is a tough fight to predict. I see a lot of people liking Lineker, but maybe, baby, 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 baby. I love Rob Font as the underdog, plus 170. I'm going to take the money. 59% of people on Shark are saying Rob Font. So, I, you know, the line's probably going to move a little bit on that. So, if you love Rob Font, I would go ahead and take him. I think he can outpoint him. I don't think he can stop Lineker. Lineker's chin's fucking... Better one of the best in the UFC. It's it's unbelievable, but I do think he can outpoint him. I think he's gonna he has better footwork than Lineker. Lineker does cut the cage off pretty well. He wings his punches, he's hittable. Ralph Funt does have decent boxing, decent kicks. He's gotta have cardio for this fight because he's got to move a lot. He's got the hit and move, he's hit and move. And if he slows down, he's gonna get hit and he's not gonna fucking move anymore. But he's gotta have cardio. But I'm I'm hedging my bets. That's the second time I've said that today, hedging my bets. Third time, um, Rob Fon's going to win this fight. I think Rob Fon's going to win a Decision. I like Rob Fon as the underdog, too. Plus 170 is a beautiful number. Beautiful. All right, main event time. Bah, bah, bah. We got Renato Moikana, who's 13-2-1. He's a minus 210 favorite versus Chen Sung Jung, a.k.a. the Korean Zombie. He is a He's 14-5. He's a plus 175 underdog. 63% of people on Archark are saying Chen Sung Jung. That's the popular pick. I can't believe it. A lot of people are picking this guy. He surprises me, right? I've, I, one of the very first MMA shirts I've ever bought. I've contrary to believe I've been watching MMA since 2003, 2004. I've never bought a tap out shirt. My mom, hand of God, bought me an affliction shirt one time. Never wore it. Swear. She's like, Hey, I got this at my consignment. My mom loves consignment shops. God, that's my consignment shop. I think it would fit you. I'm like, I'm going to, it became my cum, my cum shirt. Sorry, F, FYI, right? When you're jerking off, you need something to wipe your fucking dick off with. That's what that became, right? Never wore it. The very first MMA shirt ever that I bought was the Korean Zombie shirt made from, oh God, what was the company name? I still have it. My wife wears it all the time. Um, can't remember the company name that I bought it from, but it was an awesome shirt, right? Loved it. I bought it in Vegas when I was actually in Vegas. So, but I've never been a huge Korean Zombie fan. I don't love his... I thought he looked great against Yair. Prior to that, besides his twister finish over Leonard Garcia, I thought the guy was wild. I thought he was tough but wild. I didn't like him. I think he cleaned up his technique a little bit. I think he's dangerous everywhere. He's got to win over Dustin Poirier, which is crazy to me. That was, a, that was another war. Renato Morcano coming off the Jose Aldo loss. I was really high on Morcano. He should have beat Jose Aldo. Everything was lined up for him, and he just he just fell apart. He just didn't have it. Got TKO standing up. By Aldo. Um, But a lot of the popular pick is Sung Jung. A lot of people like the Korean Zombie. 63% on fucking, uh, on Arnstarks like him. That's crazy to me, right? He gets his leg kicked off every fight. He doesn't have great defense on his legs. Decent power, but slow. Good on the ground, but I don't know if he's going to get it there. Moicano, I think, is really technical and really powerful. I think he's good on the ground as well. I think he has more power in his hands. I think the confidence of the Korean zombies hurt a little bit after that incredible knockout by Yair, a fight that the zombie was winning until he got knocked out in the final 10 seconds of the fight. Um, I think Wakano doesn't need to be super dynamic in this fight. I don't think he needs to be wild. Keep it nice and tight, down the pipe, leg kick, down the pipe, leg kick. Stuff some takedowns. I think the zombie is going to go for some takedowns here. He's dangerous on the ground. He's strong for that division. He's kind of big for the division too. 5'7", 145, they have the same reach. Makano's actually bigger than him, so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But um, Jung it hasn't been as super active. He had to take some time off to do the, the, the mandatory military there in Korea. Um, came back and is jumped right back into the deep end. This is the deep, deep end. I think Makano's is a top three guy at 145. I think he's a fight or two away from probably getting a title shot. Uh, you know, I know there's there's other guys in line as well, but there's I mean, he's there, right? Um, a rematch with Jose Aldo is something that I would I would would love to see because Jose Jose laid a fucking egg in his last fight against Volkanovski. Um, I like this fight, right? I I don't know if it's if it's if it's a good main event. Obviously, it's in South Carolina. They want to put Stephen Thompson in this fight. He got knocked out by Pettis. He wasn't ready to be put on this fight. This is a really high-level fight. I do love it. I don't think it's going to sell a lot, but I do love it. With that being said, as I've exhausted my points. I think Moicano has more power. I think he's going to get it done. I think I'm picking Moicano to win. Um, I don't like the trendy picks, right? I'm against the trendy picks, but the more I think about it, the more I think I'm underestimating Korean Zombie. Um, it's a five-round fight. Moicano, I don't know if he's ever been five-round. Zombie's been four or five rounds with, with some top, top level guys. I think he's fought the better competition as well, Been around a little bit, but I think it's the confidence thing. I think he got knocked out a little bit. I think Mercano is hungrier because he got kind of embarrassed. I would say because he's, he was the next guy for Brazil and he lost to you know, Jose Aldo, which is a kind of a big setback for him in a way, because Jose auto probably is not going to get max again. So you got to get past Jose if you want max. And that obviously didn't happen. Um, I'm picking Wakano. I'm not changing my mind. I'm not doing the trendy pick. I'm picking Wakano. I'm going the favorite here, and uh, that's that's just that's just the fucking that's just that's the way it is. All right. So those are the picks. I think they're fire picks. Let me give you locks in the night here. Okay, underdog lock in the night. Um, man, underdog lock in the night. I want to say Molly McCann. I, I could go all three here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Molly McCann lock in the night underdog. Excuse me. Molly McCann underdog lock in the night for sure Molly McCann underdog lock in the night for sure, and then lock of the nights throughout throughout um Duron wins a good pick I mean he's definitely a lock in the night in my opinion um I think he's gonna smoke spicy I don't think spicy's gonna gonna have much uh much to say there um yeah, I think that's probably it, man everyone else is is a tough fight. I really, I'm really confident in Brian Barberina getting it done as well, but I'm not going to put him. So Jerron Wynn, Lock of the Night. Molly McCann, Underdog Lock of the Night. Molly McCann's a plus 215, guys. Let's make some fucking money. All right, so if you listened to the podcast yesterday, then you know I end it with a with a fabulous ending, a beautiful song. So I'm going to leave you with that song as well. I'm going to talk to you guys next week. You want to take it from the top? Yeah, let's try it. And okay. he <laughs> Feel, 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 feel my heat. I think we should repeat that again. Feel, 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 my feel my heat, feel my heat. Yeah, it's definitely cool. Let's lay it down, Nick. You want to lay it down? We rolling on the.